I'm Michael Harrell with Surrender Outdoors, and you're listening to Slinging Stones Podcast. Well, guys, we are back. One more episode. Y'all haven't canceled us yet. Not they yet. can't cancel us. Our 20s of listeners. We're here to stay. That's right. So, That's right. I'm Andy Branham. That is... Was it, was it Luke? Luke. That's, Luke. I think. Luke. If not, man, I'm wearing his underwear, and that's just nasty. Mm. Tempo. <laughs> Guys, it's the uh, Slinging Stones podcast, uh, if you haven't already tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> brought, brought to you the, by The Thrive Ministry. Luke is sporting one of the test shirts for Thrive, and it looks sharp. I am all that is man in this shirt. So what's really fun, though, is... Luke, your lovely bride is making our shirts. Yes. Um, for next Saturday's conference. Yes. So they're going to look a little different than that. Yeah. Mine was a test run. Yours was a test run. Of still stuff look, we had just still, laying around. Still looks great. You know, I got the stickers in. You and I officially look stickered up. Um, you know, but they look good. That's right. I'm excited. That's right. This shirt makes me look good. It, it brings me from a two to a solid two point seven five. I hear you. I hear you. you would shake ground if you were an earthquake. I mean, <laughs> moving and shaking, baby. So um, I'm a 3.1 on the Richter scale. You're a 3.1 on the Richter scale. Oh, there's the dogs. Somebody's barking. So um, we're going to do a little bit different episode. We're, we're not going to hit Romans. We're going to keep it short, pretty sweet. Uh, we got a topic that we want to talk about coming on the first of our first speaking engagement, first conference to be a part of. Um, and we think it's vitally important. You know, we met with one of our pastors Monday night talking about this type of stuff, the, uh, the need for men men and men to have men's ministries in church. Um, but no, it's, um, you know, kind of what we're talking about for next Saturday is there's still time. The registration's down, but you can still show up. Just show up. Just show up. Just, just, um, just like we're fixing to do here in a few minutes. We're we're going to get to that. Hold on, hold on. We can't let them know where we're going just yet. Okay. Um. So next Saturday night, South Shelby Baptist Church Survival Men's Conference. It is going to start at 5. There's food. At 5.40, the doors open. At 6 o'clock, worship starts. At about 6.20, boom, yours truly comes on. We'll go to about seven. Ish. Ish. No promises. We're not going to tell you what we're talking about. For 20 bucks, I will. No, I'm going to need this. I'm going to stomp on some. We're going to stomp on some toes. (laughs) Um, But, and then we're having a little more worship. And then, um, and then uh, Terry Swain's coming up. I'm just going to, I'm going to give a teaser. Good cop, bad cop. But you're not, you, you don't know who. Right. Good cop, bad cop. We'll leave, we'll leave the determination on you of who is good. Exactly, bad. exactly. Um, but it is going to be a great time. It is open to 13 and up, 12 and up, whatever. Um, 13 and up because teenagers will probably be able to relate. Um, it's, it, it, you know, if you don't think that is it is important for men's conferences or men's ministries to happen, come Saturday night and check it out. Come Saturday night and see see the buzz around the church. Come Sunday morning and see the buzz around the That's church. Right. Well, I'll say this. If you don't think that it's important for men to have men's conferences and, and, and men's groups and men's Bible studies, I'm just going to tell you wrong. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's um, a cornerstone in my life. I need it. Well, it's like tonight. 
you know, here in, what is it? Well, by the time this is posted, we'll already be there. That's right. Um, here in a couple of hours, we're going to Cultivate Men. Uh, they're doing a, a themed tonight, Grit. Um, it's Super Bowl Sunday. They're going to have food. They're going to have the Super Bowl. I could care less about the Super Bowl. Was I supposed to bring some grits or something? No, no. Different kind of grit? No, no. Sandpaper? 80 grit. Like my personality? Yeah. Oh, I'm gritty. So, um, <laughs> you're exactly right. You're gritty. Gritty. Um, it's just like, you remember, it's like grit. Like, you know, when you chewed on, when you play baseball, do you ever chew on the leather straps? I never played baseball. I played football. Well, when you play baseball, if you chewed on the little leather ties, sometimes they got dirt on them. And if the leather got sweet, oh, it, was, it was probably one of the best tastes in the world. Yeah, it I'm just reminded just, you. I'm disturbed by oh, that whole Oh, come thought. on, man. That, uh, just I mean, break. I played football and I never licked the ball. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> I mean, kicked out of the game. <laughs> I mm. never did any of that. All right. So, we've got uh, Cultivate tonight. Uh, starting at five, um, and then next weekend survival uh, men conference men's conference. So South Shelby Baptist Church is what's the address, Luke? It's on Highway One Forty Five. It's on Highway One Forty Five. Hang on, I'm looking in it Shelby up. County. That's in Shelby, Alabama. Why on. do you ask me such complicated questions? Because I want you to to be just a a touch of help. You've been going there longer. You should know. Man, that hurts my feelings. You have been going there longer. Have I? Yeah. Yeah. You got like a year, year and a half on me. (laughs) All right. So it's 19445 Highway 45 in Shelby, Alabama, 35143. So South Shelby is just a great church. Luke and I have been going there. We've been a part of many ministries um, in there. And this men's ministry is something near and dear to our heart. And this is the whole point of this conversation that we're going to have tonight. With everything going on in the world today, um, if you're up to date and you don't, and you watch TV and you know, but if you're not up to date, let me explain something to you. There are grown men getting on stage in a public forum representing Satan playing Satan, like what we saw at the Grammys. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You've got people playing with their eternity and the lake of fire that they will that will burn hotter than they will ever freaking know. And you've got people getting diamond-encrusted crowns of thorns, rappers. You've got people thinking they can emulate Christ and think they're Christ. You've got people that think they're God, and they, think and they, 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 they actually believe that they're a God. And you want to tell me, these are all men doing this, and you want to tell me that there's not a need for a men's ministry to not only guide our grown men, but to guide our young men to to teach and teach and mold our grown men who have these young men that can keep them away from that. It is insane what the world is going through right now. Well, what you've got in just a good old country boy analogy is if you know what a swing blade is that you ever had to cut grass with. It's got two edges, one on each side. You got going and coming. And that's what we've got going on. You've got men, grown grown males. I'm not even going to call them men, grown males who uh, have no idea. Well, I can- and you also, the, the backswing to that is you have a whole gen- another generation coming up of young boys who are being trained 
by these well, grown and men. And that's the thing, though. Parents, if, 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 if you've got kids and you're listening, if your training habit is to throw a kid a phone or a electronic device and say, leave me alone and not spend time, you're part of the problem. Oh, yeah, um, that solution is good for 20, 30 minutes at a time or maybe a, every other rainy day. Yeah. But it's not a babysitter, and it's definitely not a substitution for upbringing. And we've got, you know, we've just, uh, we've got a problem in this in this country right now. We've got a problem in our churches. You know, as Luke and I said, and we won't name anything, name any names, but we have found out that just in our community, there are not that many men's ministries. No. Churches are, you know, if you want to ask my opinion, and this is not sexist, nor is it degrading towards women, it should be the opposite way. We should have a men's ministry. That should be a staple in every church. If if, if you are a church that is biblically doctrinated, if you are nothing, are you biblically sound, your men should be important. Oh, yeah. That and that just it, it it's crazy to think that we have big, large, massive churches that doesn't have spiritual, spiritually, spiritually led classes equipping men to become what they need to become. And if even if you don't want to do it every week, uh, once a month, have your men get together and discuss life. Stop sugarcoating stuff, man. St- you know, tear down the stained glass and become a little transparent and vulnerable. And you'll find out some things. Yeah. Not only will you find out that uh, the dude next to you or, you know, in the pew over is struggling with some of the same stuff that you are, you'll find out that it's okay and you're not alone. There are people that will help you walk through this. Well, and I'll take it from the other side. Hey, hey guys, if you think you don't need to go to a men's ministry, break outside your box. Break the mold. I promise you, you're going to find a different thought process when you get there. Well, I would challenge people, challenge guys to tell me why you don't go. Yeah. Give me a good reason. Now, if you work on Sunday evenings, you know, that's that's a pretty that's a pretty solid reason. My job requires me to come in not long after church, you know, that kind of stuff. Um but they're just I mean, if you're off on Saturday and Sunday and let's just say it's you know, it's once a month or every other week. Yeah. You can't give me a good reason that you can't make one. Yeah. There there's just not one other than laziness and cowardice. Well, you know, there was there was a church that was that your phone? I thought I thought I, it may have been. Good I Christ, I was, what was that? <laughs> it, it, oh, it was me. I thought I put it on silent. No, there were there was a church that I had been to an event and they did a they did a cool thing where they kind of they kind of geared a men's ministry towards fatherless kids fatherless boys you know where the dads walked out and the moms left to kind of fend for the self so and fend for themselves and it was really on the aspect of hey you may not have a dad in the house but you still can have people train up this child train up this young man into becoming a man i don't know what luke's doing over there guys yeah, just bear with me just a second. Cover for me. I'm having to read this message to so, my daughter. <laughs> but, um, you know, as we sit there and as we look at, you know, some of the young men in our church, whether if it's young boys, where if we're not involved, I mean, look at your church. When you go into church on Wednesday and Sunday, look at your church and see the demographic, men to women that help in the children's department. It's probably all women. 
Well, you know, and that's a that's an interesting thing because I think that it's a wonderful thing that in our children's department we have quite a few men that's right. active, not just sit there, but actively participate. Men usually don't get involved until you see a youth minister in the teenage years, your middle school and high school, right? Right. That's when you see the like men kind of step involved. You know, the problem is is we these young guys, these young boys, you know, we had what three this morning get baptized. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. And they have great dads. Each each and each one of them has an unbelievable dad that leads the household because I know them all. Yep. And you sit there and you just hope that some of these others that are coming along actually they're getting trained at the house. They're getting outside of that, you know, church training. You know, Derek said it this morning. A lot of us, we leave our Bible in the pew so we don't forget it for the next Sunday. That's right. So, and that's that's the thing, and that's what bothers and bugs me is the lack of encouragement, the the lack of enthusiasm, the lack of want to from men to not only grow in their spiritual relationship with Christ, but also take their sons with them. Well, let me ask you this. Flip side to that coin, we know that we know that the men need to step up, right? Mm-hmm. At what point do we go from coddling, "Oh, come on, guys, you can do it. Come on, we need you," to just telling them that, "Hey, you suck. You're failing your family. <laughs> you're failing your life. Yep. You're failing Christ. You're getting an F. Yep. Just because you come to church doesn't make you a Christian. Your your tree is withering and dying." You you're this six foot three, two hundred and ninety-eight pound dude who's a muscle bound beast, but you produce one piece of fruit, and that's mm. coming to church. And it's low hanging. Yeah, and, and what would God what would Jesus tell you tell the, to happen with that? Take an axe to the base of that, chop it down well, and throw it into and, the fire. And, and that's you know, it for some reason in, in our culture here starting about, I don't know, probably somewhere around in the sixties. We started feminizing being a Christian. We've been neutered. It is. We've been castrated. Ne- just, I mean, straight chopped them off oh. and throw them in. You know, it used to be a joke. I would hear my dad and my granddad say, and, you know, it, you ain't got to like what I'm about to say, but it was a joke that a lot of husbands made. Yeah, you know, I have to go ask my wife if I can borrow them out of her purse. Well, they ain't even in her purse no more. You get them, you get them snipped off and thrown in the trash, and you're just a male. That's all you are well, is a male. C.S. Lewis said said this. He said, in a sort of a ghastly simplicity, we remove the organ and demand the function. We make men without chests and expect of them virtue and enterprise. We laugh at honor and are shocked to find traitors in our midst. We castrate and bid the geldings fruitful. Ooh-wee. I mean, you want to talk about just you're exactly right. I'm glad you, man, I, that's, that's crazy that I had this comment just sitting back here written on a piece of paper. You know, we sit here and we're not bold. We're not challenging. And, and, and you want to, people is probably going to get in there, you know, if you're listening to this in your car, probably going bold and challenging are the same things. No, they're not. No. Bold is going out into this world and acting Christ-like. That's right. Challenging is when one of us screw up or when somebody's not acting right, taking them aside and politely, gently putting them in the right place. Call them out. There's the problem, the calling out, because ultimately, we call them out, what happens? They're gone. Oh, yeah. They, they get leave the, the church. They get butt hurt and go somewhere else. I'm going to pack up my toys and they go They leave the else. church and they do what first, what mm-hmm. first Timothy 4.1 says. Mm-hmm. 
many will just bail out. Well, hey, look, you know, I can speak from my personal life, and we've spoke about it before. Here a while back, a few months ago, I got kind of mouthy on social media. And one of the elders, newly appointed elders, I might add, like weeks into his job, whom I'm not, at the time, we weren't just, I wouldn't have called him a friend. He, he was a church acquaintance. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Sorry. Straight up called me out. Not only did he call me out, but he called me out just as publicly as I was running my yak. Well, let, let's, and, let's and look I was at, glad that he did it. Let's look at the First Timothy 4.1. It said, the Spirit clearly say, says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Mm. These are the things that, Derek, we've been talking about the face of the enemy in, in, in our Sunday series, and these are the things that absolutely, they'll, you know, what will happen is they'll get corrected. Let's just say, okay, let, let's use your example, Luke. You're doing what you were doing on social media. This elder of our church calls you out, okay? If you were any less a man of faith, you would have bailed out. And Satan, the enemy would have lied to you, saying, you know what? They hate you. They're against you. You don't need them. You don't need God because that's all they are. They're just a bunch of, they're just a bunch of you know, goody two-shoes thinking that nobody else does anything. I bet that guy's a hypocrite. And then you're all these thoughts and all this thing, and it's creating create dissension, create just an acid-warping mind you know, in your thought process. And next thing you know, you're out from the church. You're telling your wife, well, I ain't going. They didn't hurt my feelings. Or you're not going to put it that way. No man's going to ever say that. Yeah. But I ain't going to church and turds and yeah. hypocrites. They don't know how to speak or yeah, talk to think they're nobody. better than me. That's right. And so there's the thing. I bet 20 bucks says there's one or two over, the, over this entire process of listening to this episode from now until 10 years from now. I bet there's at least three that have this process as they're listening to this. Well, you don't go to church to get you know, to get to feel good. And you go to church, Hope I go to church hoping to get my toes mashed. I hope to get punched in the crotch. And Be ready to for show it. me, for, for the Holy Spirit to illuminate some things to me through the words of the pastor that I need to address in my life. But here's the other thing. If you go to church and it's all feel good and there's no conviction, there's no, you know, what's going to happen, there's no hell and brimstone, you know, throughout the whole year, if you're sitting there, you know, you're it's happy goody two shoes on January one, and then come Christmas, you're still happy goody two shoes, and there ain't been anything. You may not be going to the right church. I'm telling you, you probably hadn't had a conversation with the Holy Spirit. Well, I, I'm just saying this. Also, if your pastor's avoiding those conversations of what the Bible says of what happens to people who don't believe, your pastor needs to look back and go through a sermon series that actually hurts. That's right. Well, you know, and you look at it this way from from a standpoint of the Holy Spirit communing with you. What did Jesus say he was leaving the Holy Spirit to be? An advisor, mm. a counselor. There's also a friend when you need a friend. But generally speaking, advisors and counselors have a crappy job. Yeah. And that's to point out where you're, you're screwing up. Well, it, it, man, it, it, is, it, it is absolutely amazing how you walk into my house. Ten minutes later, we hit the record button. We hadn't even spoke about what we're going to talk about. And here we are. I love it. In the midst of a conversation 20 minutes in. I love it. You know, I, but our, the, the reason that, that this set on me and the re, and what's funny is when Luke sat down for y'all, just a little pull back the wizard's curtain a little bit. When Luke sat down, I said, no, nah, we're not going to go into Romans right now. We're going to do an off topic. Yeah. And he goes, 
I was thinking that way on the way over here. On the way over <laughs> here, I was thinking, man, we need to do an off-topic. So, you know, and but that's the thing, though. Luke and I are about to go and do some – Luke and I and, and Mitsubishi. The Eclipse. The Eclipse. We are about to go do something that we love to do. We find a men's ministry event, and most men are like, nope, not, not stepping out of my box, not going to do that. We go. And there's a reason we go. It's a great reason we go. It's because we love to be around other believer, other believing men, fellowshipping, learning and growing, and getting to know them. Oh yeah, it's this so is, encouraging. This is at, like tonight. We'll come back blessed from this tonight, Dude, You know, and this the timing of their event being one week out, six yeah. days out from our event. I needed this encouragement oh, yeah. and bolstering. I needed it. So you know, and and you know, you've got this other event in you know february 18th next saturday the big thing about this event right here is how many guys are still passing on it and it's free it's free food it's free preaching it's free entertainment it's on a saturday night there's nothing happening there's no football there's no baseball nobody watching the nba there's not football next weekend oh next week i thought you were talking about tonight there's no football there's no baseball nobody likes the nba and it's not march madness you know, here's something else that I that I think about. How many years ago was it that we had Sunday night service? We had Sunday night preaching. You oh, know, yeah, yeah. most churches now have cut out Sunday night preaching altogether. Yep. You just don't have it. Yep. You get one sermon a week and you're oh, done. Oh, people's got to get ready for the work week. Exactly. Come on. So back when you, we had you, Sunday you, night five? preaching. Yeah, so when we had Sunday night preaching, you could come to that. But you can't spare that same hour, hour and a half to come just gather with men. What are you, five years old? It's laziness, man. I got to lay out my clothes for Monday morning. It's, come on. Dude, it's laziness. You got to, I mean, what do you got to do? You got to sharpen your crayons? This is this is where our men are. Well, my fantasy football team or, well, I just, you, there are great reasons out there that, that are absolutely 100 oh yeah if you got to work or well i'm just you know, you know something like that but, but i'm telling you this right now when you blatantly just make up an excuse not to go to an event a, a men's event i was talking with jennifer my wife about this there are some people in this world that if they get one thing on their mind one thing in their head one event or one thing just around their life and say it's three months down the road, they will utilize that one thing not to do anything, anything else. else yeah. It's like, you know, welcome to adulthood. It's called multitasking. Get used to it. It. I just, you know, look at it from a standpoint of what if Jesus did us the same way we do him? Mm. What You know, what if, uh, what if your encounter with Christ was at one of these men's events? That see that if he the was there, thing. and what if what if you went to Jesus in your time of need, and he said, "I, I just I really I'm gonna wa- answer a prayer for you in two I, weeks." I really wonder how many men are going to this event tonight, or going to next week's event, and at the last minute just back out. Yeah, just say, eh, I'm not going, and then you absolutely wonder why it feels like your life's walking around without any blessing or any any understanding or any direction. And you're sitting there like, what? Why? I just can't get nothing clear, clear and clear. To, you know, clarity in my life, or can't get peace, or can't get this. Hey, buddy, you ain't looking in the right place. You're getting, you're getting direction. You're just not going there. I could walk down that trail, be told to walk down that trail, 
here's an here's the best example I can use. Behind you a brick wall, in front of you a clear path. God's sitting there waving at you down the clear path. You turn around and walk into the brick wall and continue to walk into oh, yeah. it. Continue to walk into it. Yeah. And that's what you're doing with your life. Your spiritual life will when when you turn and go down the path where God is leading you. And you obey God by all the things that we've learned over the past few Sundays. Reading God's word, being prayerful, being being um what was uh determined in your prayer. Intentional. Intentional in purposeful. your prayer. Purposeful in your prayer. And purposeful in your reading of God's word, intentional in your reading of God's word. All these things, stuff will open up and things will change in your life that you have no idea how they're happening. Well, I mean, again, if you don't if if you're just blowing stuff off for just for the, I mean, you're lazy. That's all it is to it. You're lazy. If you don't if there's not, I mean, if you look for an excuse not to do something, you're, mm. you can find it. I mean, Absolutely. it's it's simple to find something. Oh, I got to change the oil in the lawnmower. Or, uh, I, I got to check the transmission fluid in my horse. You know, there's something that you can find. <laughs> I got to change the oil in my lawnmower. I'm right. not going to be able to go. But, I mean, you know, really, you, you can find an excuse and then you hear other people make excuses from, oh, it's just, you know, the devil whispered in there. No, he didn't. You just did the devil's work for him. You chose not to go. He Absolutely. didn't whisper that in your Absolutely. ear. Absolutely. You chose. That was a choice you made. So the devil's sitting back like, golly, I get a night off tonight. Yeah, I got him. <laughs> I mean. Um, so, but no. So as we kind of wrap up this episode, it's a quick episode. We love y'all. We do love y'all. We we hate to get on, just click record and go on air and just go to bashing. Look, and as much as I would love for you to do it, don't look at the guys that don't come to men's group because, and you do, and say, "Well, uh, you suck." Don't do that. So here, here would be here would be my encouragement. If you're one of these guys that does not take the opportunity to be a part of a men's group, and that's what and, it is, it's an and, opportunity. And and you you don't utilize you know the invites and you utilize excuses. Guess what? You're doing wrong, and you're not doing the right thing. So here's what I encourage. I encourage if you're not doing it, if you're utilizing excuses and you're and you're looking for ways out, take a chance. Think outside the box. Go go to your local men's group. Go to your go to your church's men's group. And do it more I, than once. You got to give it more than once to enjoy it. For those who are going to men's group and absolutely one hundred percent believe and and are all on board with what we're saying. When they walk in, don't scowl at them. When they walk in, love on them. That's right. Get to know them. That is one thing that also fails our men is the fact that we suck at being very proactive in their growth. That's right. So be proactive in their growth. Now, you never know. That's a perfect segue. You never know who that person walking in, if he has a relationship that's with Christ right. or not. And, you know, ultimately that's what we're here to do is not to glorify ourselves not to glorify, you know, a men's ministry or a church. Our job on this planet is to spread the gospel, be disciples, make disciples. If we can lead someone to Christ, it's not us leading them to Christ, it's Christ getting them. That's right. So if we can direct them, you know, you know, encourage them, motivate them, don't tell them they suck. I know we kind of didn't do very good tonight, but we were just kind of usually speaking well, in examples. And and also never assume that somebody knows Christ. Exactly. I mean, because you would be surprised. At, it's one of the enemy's tactics to have men thinking that they know Christ and they're still lost. Yeah. So if you don't know, if you don't know Christ or you don't know how to put 
you know, the, the gospel in front of someone, then guess what? That's a challenge to you. You need to, you need to sit down and you need to learn. It's not hard. You place the gospel in front of them. The gospel is, you know, Jesus died. He came to this earth as a human. He came down from heaven as a, to earth as a human. He lived 33 and a half years, 33 years. He died on a cross for our sins, took an absolute beating for us, was buried, and rose three days later, and then 40 days later ascended. That's right. That's the gospel. That's it. It's that simple. And if and if you believe that, and if and if truly, if you're going, man, I believe that. If it, you got you know all these things, you know, you know, pushing you towards, you know, it, the invitations there. You don't ask Jesus to come into your life. He's he's ready for it. He's yeah. he's asking you be a part of my kingdom. Yeah, it's just the opposite. We don't ask. That's one of the things that that gets me. People say, "Oh, I asked Jesus to come in." No, you didn't. No, you didn't. The Holy Spirit asked you on behalf of Jesus to take over your life and try to start fixing this mess that we've got because he doesn't want us to go to hell. So Christ wants us in heaven more than we could ever possibly want to be there. Absolutely. So guys, as we roll and finish out, you know, we're going to pray here in a minute, but you know, take an opportunity. Don't be a sideline Christian. It's not what, that's not what God intended us for us to do when we, accepted this invitation this invitation to be born again he wants us to live differently to live not like the rest of the world not like the unbelieving world set apart set apart have a have a have a Christ likeness that people can see now it's not going to be right off the bat there's going to be some sanctification but if you immediately stop any sanctification from happening where you're really saved that's the thing. Sanctification is a process that if you are truly, truly saved and the Holy Spirit is indwelling in you, there's no way it can't happen. Oh, yeah. You get highs and lows. Your hires become more high and your lower your valleys aren't so deep. Absolutely. Well, guys, we're going to pray and then we're going to go through the logistics of what we always do on the back end of these episodes. And, you know, um, so uh, I'll pray us out and then we'll get the episode finished up yeah so when somebody invites you to a men's group don't be that guy just say i'm coming yes and then do it yep so let's guy let's go to prayer let's go to lord in prayer god thank you so much for just today for the blessings the opportunities that we get just to be a part of creation be a part of your kingdom to glorify and 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 just um to promote and and honor you and and what you have given to us down here on earth we we pray that we are bold in our faith as we walk through our daily walks. We pray that you would instill wisdom and discernment when we see the situation, we know the situation for us to present the gospel, for us to present a Christ likeness to everyone that we come up, that, that we come to and come around. Uh, we just pray for each man that if if they're not involved in a men's ministry that or involved in church that they would get involved, that they would grow their relationship and their devotion to you. God, I thank you for this ministry. I thank you for the opportunities we have coming up. And I just pray that you keep us all safe um, and you hide Luke and I behind the cross as we speak next Saturday. And, um, you know, if someone there does not know you and they come to know you, we will celebrate with the best of them. And God, I'm just so thankful for everything that we have and everything that you that you have given us. And it's in your name I pray. 
Amen. All right, guys. So www.thriveministry.com. Uh, you can go there. You can learn about us. You can listen to all the podcasts. You can click subscribe. And if we ever get a subscriber, you'll get a newsletter or whatever. <laughs> An email. Who wants to be the first? Who wants to be the first? Josh. Josh who? Josh Greer. Uh, well, if Josh it, needs I'll to. tell you what. If it comes across my email, I will give Josh Greer a soundbite and a shout-out. Sweet. Um, and a, he should get a sticker, too. He should. Well, that's now everybody at the conference is going to number, get a but the number one, the number one subscriber, the first subscriber, he should be kind of a big deal. That'll be the third sticker that gets out. Yes. So, um, but also Andy at thethriveministry.com, Luke at thethriveministry.com. Okay, we're going to present this just a touch different. We are a men. We are geared and based towards men's ministries. We want to come speak to your men. We want to help you develop and promote and encourage your men's ministry. But I'll tell you what, we're going to take this a little further. <clears throat> if you are a part of a church and you don't have a men's ministry, contact us. Let's get together. We would love to come down, speak to your men, sit down and help you develop a, 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 just a men's ministry and encourage and promote and, and, and just and help out in that situation. If that is what you feel strongly about, let us know. We would love to come help. We would That's love right. to help from afar if we have to. Um, if 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 you're in Oregon and we're down here, we'd love to sit there and have just conversations over the phone and help out. I hope nothing ain't on fire, though. Ain't on fire. So, Okay. So, guys, we're leaving here in about 45 minutes. We're going to be heading out the door, heading to uh, Cultivate Men and – Guys, we just we hope y'all have a blessed day and we definitely just we want y'all to just get involved, right? We got to get them involved. Look. Hey, look, before we go, we better we better mention the lawnmower man or he'll get his feelings hurt. Yeah. We can't have Nick getting his feelings hurt. So, well, as we as we leave, as we leave, I'm going to give the lawnmower man a little bit of just a, you know, a little bit of fun, okay? All right. If you need your grass faded, we know a guy. Guys, y'all have a good one. We want you to thrive on. We're going to leave you off with this.